Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Acast Recommends. Every week, we pick one of our favorite shows. And this is one we think you're going to love. Hello, I'm Jeff Lloyd, and I recently had a baby with Ed Miliband. A baby podcast, that is. It's a spin-off of our show, Reasons to be Cheerful. It's called Cheerful Book Club, and it's conversations with some of the best writers working in the world today. You'll really enjoy our chats with people like US broadcasting legend Rachel Maddow, literary giant Ian McEwan, and the big short and moneyball author Michael Lewis. Feed your brain with ideas from the Cheerful Book Club. You'll find us on the excellent Acast app or wherever else you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the biggest podcasts from Ireland and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Everything is Black and White podcast brought to you by Chronicle Live and sponsored by Hodgson Motor Group bringing you the latest insight into everything to do with Newcastle United. Find us on iTunes, Spotify or most podcast providers. Hello and welcome to Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm Andrew Muscovin. It's time for our game preview. Newcastle United travel down to Old Trafford on Boxing Day to face Manchester United. And this is the insight into the Red Devils brought to you by Manchester Evening News' Richard Fay. Thanks very much, Richard, for joining us. No, thank you for uh, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So, uh, Pouzel against Watford, uh, Manchester United beating 2 0. What sort of reaction are you expecting? Well, after the re- weekend result, who knows what to expect, really? This is a United side who so regularly struggle against sides below them in the Premier League. You know, with the 13 games United have played against sides below them in the league this season, they've taken just 12 points. So. It's easy to say, and it's, it feels like a cliche to say that every week almost that you know United are playing a team, maybe a lower team. No disrespect to Newcastle, I think Steve Bruce has done a fantastic uh, a job there, really, from from the outside point of view. But I think it's too easy to say United will come back fighting because obviously they've got the home advantage, and you'd expect that to to play on them. And obviously, you know who knows for Newcastle to travel down. It's always more difficult playing at Old Trafford than it is with that fantastic support at St James's Park. So. I think United will have some sort of reaction. I think Paul Pogba's return, obviously, such a such a boost, and he showed in that cameo at the weekend just how important he is to this United side. I think some fans, maybe, obviously, have grown frustrated with him, but you forget just how good Paul Pogba is on his day, and he showed it at the weekend that he quite clearly is the best outfield player United have. I expect United to be more in control. It's just going to be interesting to see how Solskjaer adapts his tactics. Really, he's been a He's been poor, really, in the way that United, yes, they've been bad at breaking teams down, and that might mainly be down to personnel, but surely there are things that can change. I think, I'd personally like to see someone like Juan Mata come in. I think he's perfect at breaking the lines, but, you know, it's the same old story. United's been like a broken record all season. They are so bad against teams who sit back against them. Uh, and, and do you foresee any changes being made to the Manchester United starting lineup? Well, yeah, uh, like I said, I think Juan Mata 
should come in personally, Paul Pogba will start. You know, he's just got to come into midfield. It's going to be interesting to see how Solskjaer sort of makes way for Pogba in the starting lineup, really, because Fred and McTominay have been good in his absence. They were so good against Man City, very good against Tottenham as well. So both of them do deserve to be in the squad. I think if Axel Twanzebe was fit, I mean, it's still unclear what his situation is. He wasn't part of the squad which travelled down to Watford at the weekend. So Twanzebe, if he was fit, I'd expect maybe to come in for Lindelof, I'd say, rather than Maguire. Um, left back, you've got Luke Shaw, Ashley Young. I'd expect Ashley Young to either play against Newcastle or Burnley. It depends which one of the two games Solskjaer opts for, really. Luke Shaw's been quite unconvincing in recent weeks. And then up front, you've got Mason Greenwood, Marshall, Rashford and James. Um, Greenwood was the best one at the weekend against Watford. I'd expect him to definitely feature, probably from the bench more like, but um, no real indication. I mean, one of them's got to drop out, I'd say, um, because they were so poor. Marshall's probably the best against Watford, as I said, but... Um, James and Rashford, you wouldn't be surprised when they dropped out for Mason Greenwood. Changes are needed from this United side. And of course, um, in goal, David De Gea or Romero. De Gea was really poor against Watford at the weekend, but I can't envisage him actually being dropped because his confidence would only plummet further after such a mistake. United are behind him. All the players came out after the game. Maguire and Shaw both said that they support De Gea. Solskjaer obviously supports De Gea, so I expect him in goal. But obviously there are some fans who would like to see Sergio Romero start ahead of him. So how do Manchester United and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer view this game? Uh, is it a must-win because of what happened against Watford at the weekend? Yeah, I think it, I think it has to be a must-win game, particularly because United's recent form is abysmal. Yes, um, you think about the wins against City and Spurs, and they've really bought Solskjaer maybe extra time and some leeway, particularly with some fans as well, because, like I said, it might be well well and good beating all these top sides and playing on the break counter-attacking football but United just do not pose a threat to any of these I'd say lesser sides again that's no disrespect to Newcastle that's how they're viewed from the traditional top six anyway Um, but yeah you wouldn't back United to beat any of them it is a must-win game I think also particularly because of that game in in October where Longstaff scored United you know, that was one of the worst results of the season, really, for United, just because there was so much maybe doom and gloom around the club anyway. But, um, yeah, I, it's, it's got to be a must-win game. United need a response, and particularly because they've lost to Watford. They were unconvincing against Colchester. They drew with Everton. They've got Burnley and Newcastle this week, and then they've got Arsenal. And you'd still say, out of the next three games, Newcastle, Burnley and Arsenal, it's the game at the Emirates which you'd most back United to get a result from. We hope you've enjoyed this episode so far. It's sponsored by Hodgson Motor Group, the North East number one family-owned Toyota, Mazda and Suzuki dealership group. Please remember to like and subscribe to the podcast through wherever you get your podcasts from. How do they view Newcastle United? Um, obviously, Newcastle beat Manchester United earlier this season at St James's Park. Um, what's the view of the Magpies and, and, and do Manchester United uh, slash the fans expect a win? I think this Newcastle side is particularly interesting because, you know, I mean, Almiron and St. Maximin, just fantastic players, are so tricky, so exciting to watch. They're the type of players that any team, and particularly a team like Newcastle, the supporters must adore them because they get you off the edge of your seats. And particularly United's vulnerability, mainly at left-back, you would worry that this Newcastle side can get in and behind them. 
Andy Carroll, from what I read, sounds like he might come off the bench uh, and feature at, at, at some point. So, you know, I think whenever a player like Andy Carroll plays against you, again, there's also going to be that threat. I think in terms of actual personnel, it suits Newcastle to a T because from the outside, I'd say that maybe they don't have that quality to, to dictate a midfield game against United, but they won't need to. They'll just have to play on the counter-attack themselves probably and I'd back them because United's defence is so shaky at the moment. You, you, I can't envision them keeping a clean sheet against any side. Like I said, the two wingers, fantastic. Got the confidence, obviously, from the Crystal Palace game. So, you know, I think I think there is a threat from Newcastle, but United, they really do uh, do need to get a result. And I think Paul Pogba is the key man, and he will dictate the entire tie. And for Steve Bruce, um, who is the key man that his defence need to keep quiet? The key man? Uh, well, yeah, Paul Pogba, isn't it? Um, there's no one else, really. Um, he was so good in his cameo at the weekend. He created more in 25 minutes than anyone else created in 90. He's the best outfield player United have. He's one of the best players in Europe. He's possibly the best midfielder in the Premier League on his day. He's probably only says the Man City midfield ahead of him really and even then he could probably get into it but it's which Paul Pogba turns up because so many other times this season when he has been fit he just hasn't delivered we saw last season the impact when Solskjaer first took over Pogba was a completely different player but now it remains to be seen that how he will respond he looked so so good against Watford at the weekend but how will he do it from a, a first start and for you is there anyone from Newcastle United that stands out and how do you think my night will keep that person quiet? Yeah, well, like I say, it's the two wingers. Um, I mean, from my, from my own point of view, I love uh, St. Maximin. I've probably got his pronunciation wrong. I apologise for that. But um, yeah, he's just an exciting player. He's so cool. He's so fast. He's quick. He's tricky. Causes headaches. I think, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure which one of them plays on the right-hand side for, for Newcastle. But whoever's up against the left-back will surely have a, a a big confidence boost really particularly after the weekend like I said Shaw's not been in good form Ashley Young could play there there's even an outside chance Brandon Williams might come back into the side of the teenager because he was good at spells this season but um, maybe looks a bit raw still so I'd say the wingers and of course Almiron got his first goal finally and I know the consensus seems to be that they'll start to flow now the goals so I think the uh, the wingers for me are the biggest threat and of course, it's a nice little side story, isn't it? Steve Bruce coming back to Old Trafford. Uh, how is the Newcastle United manager held there? I think Bruce is so highly respected. You know, United fans will remember that game back in 1994 when he scored the two headers to clinch United the title, really. He's a, a club legend. He's fantastic, Steve Bruce. He's still liked, obviously, his managerial sort of history and what he's known for in terms of management might not be as illustrious as his playing career, but... Highly respected, um, fans love him. Um, he's a really nice guy, and I think he still has that authority at Old Trafford. But obviously, I think once you leave and maybe your, your management uh, sort of level doesn't match your playing career, there's always going to be a few eyes that roll. I think maybe some newer generation United fans won't realise how big a, a figure he is at Old Trafford. But yeah, uh, nice, nice returning story for him. And, you know, he might be confident of doing the double himself. And finally, Richard, uh, your score prediction for Boxing Day. Score predictions are the one thing I hate the most, so I'm glad you asked me that. Um, like I say, it all relies on Paul Pog, but if he's fit, I'd have to say United will will win if he's playing well. But uh, I'd say United 2, Newcastle 1. 
Well, there you have it. Thanks, Richard, for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure. Wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Yes, you too. And we wish our listeners a very Merry Christmas from all of us here at Chronicle Live. And for those travelling down to Old Trafford, we wish you a safe journey. How are you doing there? It is David from the David McWilliams podcast, and this is a Staycast from Acast. We're all following the government's advice right now. We're staying in. It's a little bit cocooning, but it's all working. So while you're staying at home, here's a recommendation of another great podcast. It's the Blind Boy podcast. He's an old mate. He's a great skin. He has extraordinarily interesting views of the world. Check it out.